Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody, and Happy New Year from Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios, and joining me is the one and only host with the most, the people's champ himself, Mr. Patty Pitts. What's popping, my dude, on this fine New Year's episode? I'm excited, man, to hop back in. I'm just happy to be here, all right? At the time recording this, I mean, I, we got so much going on in life and in, in wrestling. Just found that out. We're feeling great today. We got so much to talk about. Uh, breaking the fourth wall right off rip. We are recording this before the Eagles game on New Year's Eve. So we don't know how the Jonathan Gannon revenge game went down, but we assume the Eagles kicked the live, ever-living shit out of the Cardinals. Let's just be honest. Uh we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about some baseball, some basketballs. The Sixers keep hooping. Big win over the Rockets. Uh, we've got Flyers hockey to talk about. And we got some fun other topics as well. Patty Pitts has his power rankings. We're going to talk about some of the best Philly sports moments of 2023. And some other things that we've just seen that have sparked our creative genius. But before we get into all of that, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. At Underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. We're going to have our annual YouTube subscriber uh, live counter going all day tomorrow. It will be live. So keep subscribing as well to our YouTube channel because we did promise on the Outside the Box podcast that came out earlier this week. We get to 725 or more subscribers before the ball drops. DJ and I will be doing OTB radio uh, to react to the PLL schedule release on January 1st. So keep subscribing to the YouTube channel, but also subscribe wherever you get your podcast in audio form. Apple, Spotify, right. wherever you get them. Keep subscribing. It really does help the show continue to grow, helps us hit new milestones, allows us to do more dope stuff with and for you guys. So keep subscribing on Apple and Spotify. Let's keep climbing the charts. Let's get into the charts everywhere. Let's make 2024 the year of underground on the podcast charts. Make sure you're following Pitsy on the socials at Pat underscore Pitts on Twitter and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me. On Twitter at KBIZZL311 
and kbizzle 11 on Instagram and threads. And like I said, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week, full video episodes of every show on our network, live streams, clips, shorts, original video content, funny video content. It's all going on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Pitsy, as of this recording, we are currently sitting... At 706 YouTube subscribers. Oh, so let's, 725 let's or more. 19 more of you subscribe. Boom. You get OTB radio on the first of the year. And a whole lot more coming to our YouTube channel. As the, 2024, we're getting to 1K. We're getting to 1K in the first quarter of 2024. Yeah, I see it. So let's keep to it you? pushing. Let's That's keep the subscribers what... going. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. Smash the like button, ring the bell icon, and leave a comment down below on your thoughts on everything Pitsy and I discuss on this episode. And of course, this show is presented by the City of Vineland. And the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at VinelandCity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, we got a big one. Eagles Cardinals. Going down New Year's Eve. It's the it's the Kickstarter to what I would say New Year's Eve in Philadelphia is the the comparison to what St. Patrick's Day is in Boston. Really? The New Year Why? Is, I we have the mummers. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is a whole shebang in Philadelphia. There's a parade on New Year's Day. It's a wild really? time. It's a wild time. There will be videos that I'm sure I will send to you to oh, yeah. inform you on everything that's going down. But the Eagles get it kickstarted because it is a one o'clock start on New Year's Eve. <laughs> one of that's three, beautiful. One of three that the Eagles have had. We have we have Eagles to kick us off, and then we got a nightcap with the Flyers at eight p.m. because they're in Calgary. So we we got a doubleheader. Uh, of Philadelphia sports on New Year's Eve. But Eagles-Cardinals, it's Jonathan Gannon revenge season. And it's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company, the best merch in the game. 2024, there's going to be a whole lot of new merch, let me tell you guys now, and I can't wait for it. And PHI Apparel Company is the place to get it with their unique designs for every Philly sports fan. That's Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, Union, and Underground Sports Philadelphia because they are the exclusive home for our merch. You're going to stand out in the crowd, whether it's going to the games, hanging out with your friends, going down to your local bar and watching, wherever you may be, you're going to stand out in the crowd with your merch from PHI Apparel Company, especially if you're repping the pod. Get your Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch. It is truly the number one way to support us and allows us to do awesome stuff with and for you guys when you buy merch uh it helps us continue to to reach the goals that we're trying to reach as a company so go get your merch stand out in the crowd in 2024 from the philly dog shirt 
you want to be a dog, get your Philly dog shirt. Underground Sports Philadelphia merch, the whole nine yards. Go to phiapparel.co, use code underground for 10% off any and all merch orders. Like I said, it is the most effective and direct way to support us and everything we're doing. Let's us continue to grow, helps us turn this into our full-time careers. phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your merch orders. Link is in the description. And when you get your merch, post up, post it up, tag us. We'll repost it everywhere. It. PHIapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your order. It's Jonathan Gannon revenge season as the Cardinals come to town. As the Cardinals try to do everything that the Eagles do, they try to call themselves the Bird Gang. That's their hashtag this year with their emoji hashtag on Twitter. Um it's so cute how they just want to be the Eagles. They used to be in the NFC East. Fun fact. The Arizona Cardinals used to be in the NFC East before the no, that, came to that. be. When it was okay. a high number of teams. It was like when the Lions were yeah, when it was the why, NFC Central existed and all that. But I feel like you should put another team in the East and then have the Cardinals be in the Central. Yeah, let me see what that actually was. Because I think it was like 2002. NFL. That makes no sense. I'm so I'm like I speaking of New Year's, new thing, like being straightforward. Like if shit doesn't make sense, I'm I'm calling them out. Because that makes no sense. Yeah, it's what I mean it still doesn't make sense that the uh that the Dallas Cowboys are in the East. And yeah, but it makes more sense than Cardinals. Yeah, two th- 2001. NFL divisions looked like this. It's a wild time. This is now we're talking over two decades ago. The AFC Central was your Pittsburgh Steelers, your Baltimore Ravens, your Cleveland Browns, your Cincinnati Bengals, but also included the Tennessee Titans. Kind of makes sense. Tennessee's not too far away. That's from, not that weird. Yeah. Um, it's and the Jacksonville Jaguars. What? There was no South? Your AFC East was the New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, Buffalo Bills, and the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Colts. I didn't know that. Which and that your, makes no sense either. Your AFC West was the Las Vegas Raiders, Seattle Seahawks, the Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers. Seahawks Seattle was AFC team. AFC team. But then, then they bumped the, That's That's weird. Your NFC, the NFC Central, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, Detroit Lions, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank God they made a self, because this is making no sense. Your NFC West, Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, and New Orleans Saints. In the West? This this is just... And then this your is, NFC East was the Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Commanders, New York Giants, Arizona Cardinals. One more. And this Dallas is, Cowboys. And Dallas Cowboys. I don't know why they're not listed on here on the actual NFL site. The Cowboys are not in the standings at all. <laughs> they were that bad in 2001. They were just like, we're not putting them in the standings. But yeah, that was your, your NFL Wild in 2001. Time. Wild time. Wild time. I do think the Cowboys were pretty bad that year. Because that was the start of the Eagles run with uh with Andy Reid as the head coach. 
Yeah, the Cowboys were five and eleven in two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Oh, I think they traded Emmett Smith too, or he signed with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's right hilarious. around that time. That is hilarious. Yeah, the the division winners that year were the Patriots, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Rams. That was great. A show on turf. Chicago Bears, Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, Pat's won the division with Bledsoe. Yeah, it went eleven and okay. five. Had the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, you know, it's always interesting to see what life would be like without Tom. You know, I don't know. Just something to ponder up in New England. I know things would be a little different in Philly. Yeah. Well, it all worked out because. 2017 was a great year. But time to get revenge on Jonathan Gannon and the Cardinals. Thank God. Because I'm tired of this narrative that, and sure, are the Eagles in great shape defensively right now? Absolutely not. Like, there's some scheme things and some just, like, very, like, weird stuff going on with the defense. But I'm tired of this narrative that I see getting pushed from Cardinals fans and some Eagles fans talking about how, oh, we, sh- we we didn't know what we had till it was gone. Jonathan Gannon was the reason the defense was so good, blah, blah, blah. Buddy. Buddy. Sure. The Eagles had a historic defense last year. Everything went right for them. Everyone stayed healthy last year. Let's not get that twisted. That's insane. Jonathan Gannon was more worried about taking an interview for a head coaching job than game planning and preparing for the goddamn Super Bowl. Let's not lose sight of that. Let's not lose sight of the fact that this guy was ready to bounce after the two weeks prior after kicking the ever-living shit out of the San Francisco 40 whiners. He was like, I'm not leaving no matter what, blah, blah, blah. And then... He's on the side flirting with the with the Cardinals and saying, yeah, I'll come in. I'm going to be in Arizona anyway. Let's do the interview now. And then they get flexed with tampering, and we lose the Super Bowl because Jonathan Gannon was not prepared defensively to play the ultimate game if you're an NFL coach. Let's not lose sight of that. No, my, and my thing with that is wouldn't it make more sense to show off to the team that you're impressing? Like – I'm going to win a Super Bowl, but I'm going to prepare for it and take two weeks. So that shows, you know, accountability, reliability. And then you go out and win the thing. Take the job afterwards. I feel like that's, I want to ask, is that okay with you? Like, is that your feeling there? Like, if, what yeah. if he took, like, I don't like, care. You know, I don't care team. that he took the job. Like, whatever. Like, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's what that, I want That happens for teams that are good. Like, you lose okay. your coordinators. But it's the way that he went about taking the job that is frustrating. Because if he's locked in just an iota more, we could be talking about right now, like this Eagles team is potentially trying to repeat as Super Bowl champions rather than James Bradbury getting cooked this year. And it all started when a holding penalty was called that ultimately led to the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Like, I, I hate the way he went about it. I hated his like whole demeanor. His face just annoys me now. Anytime I see him, uh, he's he's just so cringe. And I want the Eagles to go out on Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field 
and I want them to view every person on the field that is wearing an Arizona Cardinals jersey just with Jonathan Gannon's face and remember what he did to you. Remember what he did. If you were on that team last year that won the NFC, that went to the Super Bowl, that you were moments away from potentially winning a Super Bowl, I want every member of that defense to look at Kyler Murray, to look at that offensive line, to look at whoever's running the ball, to look at the the scrapyard of wide receivers that the Cardinals have. I want you to look at them and just see Jonathan Gannon's derpy-ass face and absolutely light that team on fire. Obliterate them, ruin any and all hope they have. I hope the Cardinals end up winning next week so that they ruin their draft position even more and they don't get Marvin Harrison Jr. because they don't deserve Marvin Harrison Jr. I stand by the fact that the Arizona Cardinals, as long as Jonathan Gannon is their head coach, because Jonathan Gannon does not deserve happiness so long as he is a coach in the NFL. He does not deserve to smile. And if you play for the Cardinals, if you're a Cardinals fan, I'm sorry, you don't deserve happiness either. Because Jonathan Gannon is a snake, he's a traitor, he's a loser. And so long as he is the head coach, I hope the Cardinals never have success. Well said. Honestly, uh, um, ditto for different reasons, but but ditto. I just, I can't stand them. Their jerseys are hideous. Oh, I have my own. I, they if you want butchered. me to go there. They if you butchered me, those jerseys. Hey, listen, if you want me to go in about the Arizona Cardinals and how fraudulent they are, I'll I'll sit up and the champ will speak, but I, I, I don't want to go that far. I We could be. It's going to get loud. I just, I keep my thoughts. I don't like Arizona. I don't like it right now. They're a loser franchise. They are. They're a thousand percent a loser franchise. Poverty franchise at that because when they released Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz had to give money back. Yeah, it, it, and the fact that they're the oldest or second oldest team in the entire NFL and have zero to show for it, what are you doing? Frauds. Like nothing. You're only you've not had a homegrown quarterback. Your only Super Bowl was on the back of the man who led the greatest show on turf, but old age got to head of him. And guess what? You were a play away. That's Destiny saying that you need to have your own guy, and you can't develop that. I don't care how good you think Kyler Murray is. He isn't it. Okay, he is not it, and it's mind-boggling how you think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to fix that. It's not. It starts with it starts from within if you want change. It starts with the offensive line, first of all, and they've never given Kyler Murray a competent offensive line Ever. So he's never going to succeed so long as he's behind that absolute terrible offensive line. And I, am I yeah. the biggest Kyler Murray fan? No. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's great. He's a Madden quarterback. I think he can do some fun things if he has the right pieces around him. And it starts with an offensive line. The Eagles have proven that year in and year out. You win yeah. in the trenches. Don't the Eagles team yeah. needs to absolutely... They, this needs to be a statement win for the Eagles in a sense that we have one double-digit win this year. Oddly enough, came against the Miami Dolphins, a team that is notorious for putting up points. That's the only time the Eagles have won by multiple scores this year. Every other game has been a single-score game. The Eagles need to make this a statement game. You cannot win this game by five points and feel good about going into the playoffs. No. 
You need to take it to this Cardinals team who right now, I don't even know what their record is. I know it's like three and something or four and something. Um, yeah, it's not good. Cardinals, let's see. NFC. Cardinals are three and 12. You cannot beat a three and 12 football team by a single digit score and feel good going into week 18 in a potential opportunity where you're playing for the one seed. Let's not forget that either. Like if the lions lose one of their next two, the 49ers lose one of their next two and the Eagles win out. They're the one seed. Yeah. Like, and the lions have looked pretty damn good. Like they've looked pretty damn good so far. And they've had some statement wins right now. The Eagles need one too. And like, not that the Cardinals are a statement win, but like show the city, show your fans, show yourselves that you can beat a piss poor team like Like through the floorboards, like beat the ever living shit out of them. They're three and 12. They stink. They don't have any receivers. This is a game you want. You want James Bradbury to have like a, a highlight game. It should be in this one because the Cardinals don't have a single competent wide receiver. Marquise Who, Brown is heading uh, or, out. Excuse me, Scottsdale Brown is yeah. He's, he's out. out. He's That's out. That's what I was. You, you know, do you, am I supposed to believe Greg Dortch is going to all pun intended here torch us? I mean, he could because James Bradbury's Greg been Dorch, absolutely torch. Torch Dortch, like. Shut down their no- – Trey McBride, shut him down, and you win this game. It's that simple. Avante Maddox is going to be back, which is huge for the secondary. Kelly Ringo's been playing out of his mind as a rookie. What a what a fucking steal of a draft pick he was. The fact that you let a Georgia Bulldog defensive back fall to the fourth round, thank you, NFL. That's incredible. The Eagles need to take it to the Cardinals – and show themselves that they can win a game handily at home and give themselves an opportunity next week to be playing for the one seed when you play against whoever's going to be quarterback in the New York Giants at MetLife. Mm-hmm. Because well it's not easy for the 49ers down the stretch here, and it's not easy for the Lions down the stretch. No, the Lions do not have a cakewalk end of the year. I know that. The Lions, we're, we're recording this on Saturday. The Lions are playing Saturday night football against the Cowboys in Dallas. That's not an easy game. As it's much not an easy game as we for, either team. Here. for either yeah, team. For either team, it's not an easy game. Not. Like that's gonna be a slugfest. Oh, let's see, mm, they have Cowboys and Vikings to end the year. I think Vikings. That's Vikings a must win. But the Vikings sneaky. are the Vikings are playing for a playoff spot. Like they're not gonna fold over and yeah. and just quit. Shockingly, the Vikings are still fighting. So that's two games the Lions have that are going to be very difficult and could easily lose one of two, if not both. Not saying no, they, they will. Could. No, they could. But they, it's one of those things could. that, like, it's not a given. The 49ers to end the season. Commanders. They are at Washington. I mean, Nick Bosa's already going to be having his brain in other spots because they're in Washington. Flashbacks. He's he's gonna have flashbacks. He's gonna be walking around with his head on a swivel because they're they're coming after everybody from J six. Um and I mean they're playing they're playing the right at, they're playing a week before J six. You don't think Nick Bosa's got other things on his mind? <laughs> he might. I just I, 
Hey. He's going to be looking at his shoulder. And then they got to play. They then So not only are they fl- on a short week, bunch of injuries in that game against the Ravens that they got absolutely pulverized in. Then they're flying to Washington, playing on that dog shit field. Who knows what could happen there? Not that we ever wish for injuries, but that field is terrible. Then you got to fly back across the country and play the Rams, who are also in a position where they're fighting for a playoff spot and are not going to fold over. And it's a division rival. The 49ers could easily lose one of those games, potentially. Yeah, The, the Eagles have the easiest path. The Eagles have the easiest path. All they have to do is win against a 3-12 and Cardinals team and a dog shit New York Giants team. That are out of the playoffs, pretty much. Hold on, NFC, NFC. Why won't let me go to the NFC? I'm trying to. Oh, there we go. All right, so there's three spots left. Yeah, and you have the Bucks, like the you Rams are eight and seven fighting for playoff spots. Seahawks, Vikings are on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. So I, literally, can't, let's can't say these games. let's Rams, say the Lions Bucks. win against the Cowboys, right? Then, mm-hmm. let's say the 49ers beat Washington. Eagles beat the Cardinals. Things kind of stay the same. 49ers would be the one seed going into week 18. Lions would be the two seed. Eagles would be the three seed. Then we go to week 18. We go to week 18. Let's say the Vikings. They take down the Lions. The Lions then get bumped to the three seed. Mm-hmm. The Eagles take care of business, beat the Giants. 49ers lose to the Rams. Eagles are your one seed. 49ers are the two seed. Lions are the three seed. Literally, all the Eagles have to do is win out and hope win. both of those teams lose one of their next two. Dude, just, just win, baby. That's all you and need if, to do. And in a flip-flop scenario, if the Lions win out, the Lions would be the one seed. Eagles would be the two seed. 49ers would be the three seed in that same scenario where the 49ers lose one of two. Okay. A lot of possibilities. A lot of, the one seed is very much up for grabs. And very it's going to be a up. wild time, and it all starts with the Eagles kicking the ever-living shit out of the Arizona Cardinals. Make it to, Let's bring in the new year the right way. It's just... Just fucking win by multiple touchdowns, please. <laughs> just win, baby. Um... NFL is going to be wild this week, though, as game-wise. We already had the Browns clinch a playoff spot with a win over the Jets. Joe Flacco. Joe fucking Flacco. That dude is timeless. Timeless Uh, Joe Flacco. The pride of South Jersey, baby. Of course he is. Avalon. Dude. Joe Flacco. Joe um, Flacco. Oh, my, I can't. I got to get that accent better, but Flacco. Lions, Cowboys yeah. in Dallas on Saturday night for Dude, Saturday go night football. One, one pride, baby. All right. I, I need Here's my Motor City kitties. Okay. Here's my thing, too. Everyone on the timeline talking about, oh, we need the Cowboys to beat the Lions, blah, 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 for the, for the one seed and everything. No, you need the Lions to lose one of two. Over my dead body will I be ever rooting for the Dallas Cowboys to win a game. I would hate I would I would actually have to call you out and like humiliate you if you there were rooting is for the no Cowboys. shot 
In what world? That's like a that's like a Red Sox fan rooting for the Yankees to win. Literally. Are you going to do that? Fuck no. No. I don't even wear a goddamn Yankee hat. I get why Ben Affleck refused to wear a Yankee hat in Gone Girl. I get it, man. There's no shot. You don't. You don't you root for the, the Cowboys. Enemy. Like you, you don't root for the Vikings the to win next week. Fine, I get it. If you're an Eagles fan, that's what you do. Yeah, you I get root it. for the Lions to win. You want the Cowboys just humiliated, and then next week you root for the Vikings to beat the Lions. This week, is it okay to root for the Commanders to beat the 49ers? Yeah, because it's not as heated not the Cowboys. as Cowboys. It's not the Cowboys. It's not the Giants. Are the four, are yeah. the Commanders a rival? Yes, but right now right. in in a in a in 2023, the 49ers are more of a rival to the Eagles in terms of a conference rival than the Commanders are in their current state. Just I, I find so it's okay to root for the Commanders to beat the 49ers because not only one would yeah. it be hilarious. I like the Orioles. Like not only would it like... be hilarious, but it's also helpful to the Eagles. Dude, it's it's a win win. I don't know what we're doing. But we we don't root for the Cowboys. It's go Lions tonight. Shout out to the Lions. Do the damn thing. Motor City Kitties, baby. And then next week you root for the Vikings to beat the ever living piss out of them, and we move from there. Rest of the NFL slate: Titans, Texans. Could either be a battle of Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, or Case Keenum versus Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Two dude, that's polar like, opposite ends of the dude, spectrum. That, that, that's like that's like having two portals. Just like walk through a portal. Just see what what are you, what are you gonna walk into? The gross game of the weekend is Falcons at Bears. <laughs> dude, uh, has there been a game that's ended in a tie this year? Don't think so. I think that I think we need to end Potential. the year or start the year <laughs> with a tie. That'd be hilarious. And of all teams to do it, Bears Falcons. Give then me like a three-three tie. Ugh, gross. Give it, give it to me. Then we have fun game: Dolphins at Ravens. Battle for the one oh, seed in the that's, AFC. Dude, that's called points. We call that game points. I thought we were gonna say porn, and I was gonna be like, valid. No, well that too. That's football <laughs> porn. Uh, that's probably best game of the one o'clock slate, hands down. Then we have Saints at Buccaneers, Patriots at Bills. Bills fighting for their playoff lives against your boys. We're going to if I know Bill Belichick, we're going to humiliate them. Cardinals at Eagles, go Birds. Uh, then we have the the Kitty Bowl. You know, you have Puppy Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. You have the Kitty Bowl. Panthers at Jaguars. That's just a gross game in so many ways, especially yeah. with Trevor Lawrence not even playing. And then CJ Beathard versus Bryce Young. Oh my god, dude. This has been the worst year ever for quarterbacks. So bad. Like it you gotta be grateful or or even blessed if you're from Philly that you have Jalen Hurts. Yep. Like, like Eagles, Cowboys, Lions. Texans. Well, even CJ's missed time. Oh, true. Has uh, Baker missed time? No. The next person that calls me stupid for wanting Baker Mayfield on the Patriots is getting the title to the head. I'm sorry, but you just I'm trying to think of other teams. Uh, Bills. 
Bills, Josh Allen. Chiefs. Lamar missed time? I don't Lamar think Lamar has not. Ravens. Dolphins. Dolphins. Like there's like a, a small pocket of like ten to uh, ten to twelve teams maybe that have had their quarterback. The rest of the league, it's been like, oh my god, what a shit show. And then you got the whole Russell Wilson situation in Denver. Good grief, I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, when I found out that, yeah, what, what it, the whole entails, it, you do feel bad. Like they're fighting for a playoff spot, and like and he's, he's played way better than he did last year. Yeah, you can't. Like, has he been he phenomenal? No, but, like, he's been serviceable and good. Well, he's fighting for a playoff spot. That's all you want at the end of the day. And it, last year, they would have prayed for just something. Yeah, You could tell there's a difference with Sean Payton. I get it. You know, it wasn't the best decision overall, but I think it worked. And you got the team to where you wanted it to be. Now you're just being petty. Would you take Russ on the Patriots next year? Yes. Yes, because he would work with Bill Belichick. Russ is all about, I think, on that stature where he would appreciate Belichick, where a lot of guys in the league or past guys like hate on him just because of how much they he beat them. But mm-hmm. then you have guys that no matter win or lose, they respect Belichick for who he is. And, I mean, look at Randy Moss, what happened when he came and just the transformation he had. I think you put Russ in this offense – He's someone who has a enough experience, one, but two, high IQ, where if the play fumbles in front of him, he's not Mac Jones in his third year with three offensive coordinators or Bailey Zappi. You know, he can actually figure out a way to move the ball forward, even if he even if he has to do it with his legs. Yeah. Um Get him rest, a of the, rest of the schedule, Raiders at Colts. That's just a good just a good game. It's gross, but it's it's good to you. It's a game. Uh, it's a game. <laughs> it's just it's another game. Rams at point. Giants, 49ers at Commanders, Steelers at Seahawks, Bengals at Chiefs, Chargers yes. at Broncos, and then the nightcap Sunday night football to lead you into the ball drop. Packers at Vikings. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Jake Browning just upset the chiefs um i think that would be absolutely i would love it because i bet early in the season we still it's still alive that i need the Bengals to win out because i had the Bengals, the chiefs the bills and the eagles to all win 10 plus games in a parlay chiefs need to win one of two i I need the Bengals to win out and then I need the Bills. I don't know what their record is. I need the Bills to win one more. So if the Dude, Bengals I... win out, Chiefs win week 18, and then the Bills win one of two, it hits because the Eagles already have 10 wins. After that performance he had against Minnesota. Minnesota! I'm all in on Jake Browning. I'm all in on this Dude. Screaming at the cam, oh, screaming at the cameras! Don't you fucking cut me! That's wow, love Sorry. it, love that attitude. So the NFL should be fun this weekend. A lot of frisky, a lot of uh, movement in the postseason picture could definitely happen. Um, but we'll shift gears as we got a little bit of baseball news, 
and it is brought to you by our pals over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. From sunglasses to blue light glasses to prescription lenses, and for all you snow sport enthusiasts, they got the ski snow goggles available now. Uh, and Tomahawk Shades is providing the best eyewear for a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies. Why are you going to spend $300 on a pair of sunglasses when you can get the same quality sunglasses, same style of sunglasses, for like one-tenth the price? Pitsy wears Tomahawk Shades. I wear them. DJ wears them when he's coaching. We wear them all the time. The blue light glasses are a lifesaver when I'm editing, when I'm watching, you know, a bunch of shows, a bunch of sports on TV to protect my eyes from those harsh blue light rays. Tomahawk Shades had you covered. Go to TomahawkShades.com or download the Tomahawk Shades app in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store. And when you go to check out, when you have your car all filled up, use code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com or in the Tomahawk Shades app. That's USP at checkout in the code section for 25% off your order from TomahawkShades.com or in the Tomahawk Shades app. Pitsy, your Red Sox making moves in the baseball world. A couple dominoes here before the new year have fallen. Lucas Giolito signs with the Red Sox. Two-year, $38.5 million deal with an opt-out after the first year, which ultimately means Reynaldo Lopez, you are a Boston Red Sox uh, because I don't know if you know this, Giolito, former Washington Nationals prospect, uh, as was Reynaldo Lopez. They were both traded to the Chicago White Sox for Adam Eaton in a deal years ago. Mm -hmm. So they were traded together. Then Giolito, Reynaldo Lopez were both traded to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim this past season together. <laughs> mm -hmm. When the Angels were trying to make that all-in push to make the playoffs and it ultimately crumbled and failed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Giolito, Lopez, and a bunch of other guys were then put on waivers, and then you could pick them up, whatever. Both guys were picked up by the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> they have been on the same team their entire major league career, from Nationals Farm System to the Chicago White Sox to the Los Angeles Angels go. of Anaheim to the Cleveland Guardians. He's got to be a Red Sox. You can chalk At it up. At some here. point. At some point, we'll find him. In our system. He will be a free agent signing for the Boston Red Sox. I can almost guarantee it. I'm going to see if he's still available. Yeah, they got to be best friends at this point. He's with, he's with the Braves right now. So Red Sox are probably going to make a trade for him. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, they already did trade with the Braves. Why not just say, like, call back? Like, hey. Hey, we need Reynaldo. We need one more. I like to add to my order. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Red Sox also trade Chris Sale to the Atlanta Braves Woo! with cash. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Sale. I'm so sick of your ass falling off bikes and costing me playoffs. I know that what you did in 2019 or whatever was special. But everything has a time and place, and buddy, your time and place is long gone. <laughs> Traded to the Atlanta Braves for Vaughn Grisham, who famously, his last at-bat in a Braves uniform will be a strikeout looking on a filthy pitch from my boy Matt Strom to send the Phillies back to the NLCS. Um, I think Vaughn Grisham's a very good player. I think he's a solid, young core piece for a Red Sox team that's looking to get back on track. 
Uh, he's got six years of club control, so he's going to be a Red Sox for quite a while. Um, I'm just glad he's off the Braves because he was one of those Braves players. It's like, where the fuck do they get these guys? Where do they keep coming from? Um, and I can't wait for Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber and Alec Bohm and Nick Castellanos and Brandon Marsh and Trey Turner and JT Real Muto and Bryson Stott and Christian Pache, Johan Rojas, and Garrett Stubbs and every Phillies player on the 40-man roster to light Chris Sale up and just hit dingers off of him. It's going to do miracles on me, and I can't wait. He's going he's gonna to hunt blooper for sport. <laughs> Chris Sale is going to hunt blooper for sport. He, like They're going to do the, the freeze race that they do in Atlanta. And Chris Sale's going to be running after Blooper instead of <laughs> racing with the Freeze. I I will have... I'm gonna, Chris Sale's going to set up bear traps <laughs> in the Brave Stadium trying to catch Blooper and then hunt him down for sport. I, so this... Uh, it's going to be interesting now that Sale is in the NL. My theory about pitchers that pitch in the AL, when they go to the National League, they have a better year. Well, I hope that's not the case for for the Phillies. Me, team. you know what? For me, I I hope I just want to see. Yeah, for me too. For me too. I I can't go on anymore. I'll, I'll uh, we'll, we'll get canceled. The Phillies video yearbook is coming out. I can't wait to nice. absolutely sob and cry watching it. Um, I know a lot of people are like, "What's the point?" You know, we lot who can't, bro. The video yearbooks are the perfect way to end the year like the calendar year every single time this one it's it's titled brotherly love it's narrated by trey turner you're telling me i'm not going to be out here sobbing with a box of tissues next to me listening to trey turner narrate a season where he got a standing ovation from a full citizens bank park to fix his season and then he turned it around and had a phenomenal season the rest of the way yeah you're kidding yourself if i'm not going to sit down and watch that I'll I'll tune in. Plus, the Phillies were fun this year. Like I'm I'm so tired of. Yes, was it a failure that we didn't get back to the World Series and win the World Series? Sure, but the 2023 Phillies were fucking fun, guys, and we can't like deny that from ourselves just because we didn't end up winning the World Series. This team was fun. The vibes have never been better the last two years, and it's only going to continue. And it's going to get us hyped up. We hit the baseball equinox this this past week, where it's less days now. Until spring training. Ooh. We're very close. We're ve- we're so close. And, like, this team is going to be good again in 2024. Like, let's not lose sight of that. And the Phillies video yearbook is going to make me absolutely sob. 1,000 sobs. And uh, I'm hoping I somehow find my way in it because I was at the stadium so much this year with our partial season ticket plane. I wouldn't be shocked at this point if you were in it. With the amount of times you sent me, you were at the stadium or just amazing. videos I shout out to shout out to Dave Katai. He's the the Phillies video producer, and he put together the trailer, and I think he's put Ooh. together the yearbook. Um, so shout cool. out to my guy. Um, but yeah, nothing really on the Phillies front in terms of free agency, other than John Heyman, who oddly enough, for all Phillies fans out there, I know it's weird to like come to terms with this. John Heyman, if it's coming from him on a national report about the Phillies, 
it's like 99.9% the truth. John Heyman is weirdly plugged in with the Philadelphia Phillies on a national level. I don't know how or why, where it's come from, but over the years, like John Heyman broke the Bryce Harper signing, broke the Trey Turner signing. He, he is very plugged in with the Phillies organization. So if you're seeing news from John Heyman, there's some truth behind it one way or another. He said this week, I don't know if it was on MLB Network or on his podcast, that the Phillies are still in the mix for a top-of-the-line starter, including Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery. Those would be that'd be pretty big. Snell's a good arm. I personally would take Jordan Montgomery over Blake Snell simply because of Jordan Montgomery's ability to go deep into games. He has he he can go seven eight innings. You saw it in the postseason this year with the Texas Rangers, and like that dude shoves in the postseason. Mm -hmm. He's a dog. Um, Blake Snell's very good. He just cannot go deep into games for whatever reason. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because he's a product of the Tampa Bay Rays system and they don't really let pitchers go deep into games, but Blake Snell does not pitch seven innings every time he's out. Like You're you're lucky if he gets five every other time out. And mm-hmm. I don't want to also have to sign Gary Sanchez as a personal catcher for Blake Snell because that's when he turned things around with the Padres last year is when Gary Sanchez came into the mix. I don't want to have to do that. I'd rather have Jordan Montgomery. He's a lefty as well, which I I think is huge. Um, and then do you guys have a lot go. of lefties on we the? Have, we have one in the rotation, Ranger Suarez. I like you got to have two. But I think if you can go Wheeler, Montgomery, Nola, Suarez, Taiwan Walker as your one through five, that's yeah, because nice. you got to go right, left, right, left. I think that's a good strategy. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And the star power there too. Phillies are still looking for an outfielder. I I'm still very much confused. I don't know if we talked about this or if it was Matt and I who talked about it. A couple weeks ago, Jock Peterson just randomly posting on his Instagram story, where should I sign this offseason? And he was on vacation. And then on his grid on Instagram, actual post, picture of him with the fanatic caption it's always sunny in philadelphia dancing on my own as the music on the post allegedly the phillies and jock peterson have not talked to each other this offseason at that point go sign oh, jock I, peterson I, I, I yeah bro go I'm sign sorry. jock peterson to be yeah. a left fielder like yeah that, that's, he seems like a vibes bad. guy he seems very fun yeah, it, he seems very he seems very like easy to root for. He's still very good. Hits he for power. Hit. Plays good defensive it. outfield, and you put him in left field at Citizens Bank Park. It's not that much room to cover either. I'm very much on the train that the Phillies need to sign Jock Peterson to be their their starting left fielder on opening day. You need to have a vibes guy if you're a baseball, and player. we have the chief vibes officer in Garrett Stubbs. He is the ultimate vibes guy. He needs a vice president. He needs a VP of vibes. Every president needs a VP. The Chiefs vibe, the the CVO needs a VP VO. He was playing music. He's playing their song. He was playing your song. And who's the guy that has the playlist in the clubhouse, Patty Pitts? Oh, that's right, Garrett Stubbs. It's his playlist. Like Jock Peterson needs to be a Philly in 2020. I feel like we're just connecting dots right now. 
Like really it just makes too much sense. And it's not that I don't want Christian Pache playing all the time. Like I think he's a fantastic player. He's great defensively. I just think he's better in a platoon type of situation, being your fourth outfielder almost. And it lets Brandon Marsh play center field every day, which I think he's better suited for. Not that he's a bad left fielder. I just think he can cover more ground in center field and be a perennial gold glove center fielder. Then you have Pache off the bench defensively, however you want to play him. And then Jock Peterson. Or you let Pache play left field, and then Jock Peterson's your outfielder off the bench. Because the Phillies drastically need to improve their bench bats also, in my opinion. One way or the other, you're improving if you sign Jock Peterson. And then just go sign a closer. Go get a closer. That's all I'm asking. is a closer in Jock Peterson. And the offseason will be awesome, especially if you get Jordan Montgomery. Man. Joe Mo, Jock Peterson, closer. 2024 wish list for the Phillies. Three things the Phillies need. There you go. There it is. Uh, let's shift gears to the hardwood, the 76ers. It is brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's a refreshing light beer, just 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, only 8 grams of carbs. You can get it at the Wells Fargo Center as well. Uh, so tap in there if you're over at the Wells Fargo Center. And you can go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Finder to see who has it on tap in your area if you're in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, or Maryland. See who's got it on tap. Go drink a refreshing ice-cold Kenny on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, and you can also get it at your local liquor store in those markets. And also check out their storefront on their website because they got these awesome pint glasses that I absolutely love. Uh, they got some awesome Kelly Green merch as well. Kenwoodbeer.com must be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. Pitsy, big win for the 76ers. Third straight game without Joel Embiid on this road trip. Crazy uh, win. They they come back, big time win against the Houston Rockets on Friday night. And uh, man, I got to say, the Sixers vibes, you want to talk about the vibes. Their vibes are, are true to roof. A big time win, like I mentioned, 131 to 127. Came all the way back. Tyrese Maxey, 42 points in this game, had 27 at halftime. Tobias Harris, another 20 point game with 22. Kelly Oubre with 13. DeAnthony Melton with 15. And the the North Philly dog, Marcus Morris Sr., 14 Dude. points. And the biggest shot of the game. The biggest, biggest shot, shot of the, of the game. game. Dude, Maxi goes up, swatted. And then Pat Bev. All right. I'm now I'm I'm popping on or inching my way on the Pat Bev train with a marvelous pass over to Morris, who not only hits three and one. And one. Bro, that that was a hell of a play. And Van Fleet killed you guys all night, too. So that was a big win to sneak out of there. It was a huge win for the boys. And, uh, you know, as Pat Bev says, the belt to ass tour continues. B2A, baby. That's funny. That's good. That's Sixers good. Uh, kick off a home and home against the Bulls tonight as we record this on Saturday uh, at 8 o'clock in Chicago. And then they kick off the new year January 2nd at home against Chicago. Uh, but three straight wins without Joel Embiid is very impressive, especially in the way that they did them. Um I'm sorry, two straight wins without Joel Embiid. 
Uh, they lost to the Heat uh, on Christmas Day, but that game didn't matter because Jimmy Butler didn't play, Joel didn't play, so that game really just didn't happen. Um, but they came very close. It was a six-point game, and Maxie had arguably had the worst game of his career. Shot like four of 20, and then bounced back, boom, two straight wins now without Joel Embiid. Uh, absolutely demolished the Orlando Magic, 112-92. to And then you beat the Rockets, 131-127. to Take care of the Bulls on the road, and you finish this road trip 3-1. and I think that's pretty damn good without Joel Embiid in the fold. Um, and you're still third in the Eastern Conference right now, 22-9. and Only behind the Bucks by a game and a half and three games behind the Celtics. Sixers are hooping, man. It, it, the top of the East is a dogfight right now. Oh, yeah. East has been a dogfight for the past couple of years. I mean, the Celts, Sixers, Heat. I mean, solid. And I mean, let's not forget now, the Knicks made a trade today. I don't know if you saw this. I, I saw people tweeting about it. I didn't. It came out of nowhere. Album. It came yeah, out my, of nowhere. Why are we making trades on a Saturday before New Year? Dude, I don't know. I was selling, slaying the fish, and I just saw my guy at SNY, John Alba, tweet tweet out the trade and i was like it's a knicks trade cool but like why so why Knicks now? traded rj barrett emmanuel quickly in a second round pick to the toronto raptors for og ananobi okay i'm gonna refer you to my first question why what the knicks right now are the seven seed in the east they are 17 and 14 hey, you're, you're still in the playoffs or that fun little play in they do the raptors are kind of dead they're 12 and 19 fourth worst team in the eastern conference um only behind only in front of i should say the 7 and 23 charlotte hornets the 6 and 25 washington wizards and the 2 and 29 detroit pistons who took your celtics to overtime you don't even we're we are a philly show we're talking philly sports i would have beat you i'm just a representative of the patriot slash celtic slash Boston sports peeps. I am here to talk Philly sports and nothing but Philly sports. Maybe a little, maybe some Detroit Lions because Eagles, but no, we don't talk Boston. No, no, don't bring that up. <laughs> they would have. I saw it. Time. If they, I, I would have. I would have. I would have immediately FaceTimed you. Yeah, and screen recorded it. I, I can't. We just. Don't know how to close games. It's so frustrating. Oh, so funny. We don't know how to close games. You have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And, you know, fuck it. I'll throw Drew Holiday in there, too. At least if he's a... He may not drive to the net. But at least he's a guy who can kick out. Like, I, it's just... I don't know what we're doing if we're taking the Detroit Pistons to the fucking limit. But the Raptors make that trade, and apparently they're still open to talks on Pascal Siakam as well. So we'll see how that kind of shakes out. I would love Siakam. Um, He's like. But OG Ananobi now goes to the Knicks, and I don't know if it makes the Knicks that much better. Uh, They kind of lose some bench depth with Emmanuel quickly gone now. Lose Um, RJ Barrett. You lose RJ Barrett, but a lot of people that I follow. Um, have said they don't think OG Ananobi is going to be worth his second contract. Like he's going to get big time money. Now the Knicks are kind of on the hook for that. You're oh. also not going to want to pay RJ Barrett a 25 million a year type of contract on his next contract. Yeah. So both teams kind of in a weird situation there. Um, I don't think the Raptors re-sign RJ Barrett to be honest. I think that was just kind of a 
hey, we'll take RJ, you take OG. I think OG Ananobi's a good player. He was, you know, a, a dream trade for a lot of Sixers fans. Um, I didn't really understand the fit too much. I think the Sixers are more, and we posted the clip today, Matt talked about it, like they're more looking for a secondary type of piece. And not that OG is like a secondary piece, but he's more of a an enhanced secondary piece, if you will. Um, Sixers are going to make some sort of like depth type of trade if they make one. Right now, I don't see a reason for the Sixers to truly make a trade unless it makes financial sense for them moving forward and opening up more cap space in the offseason. But right now, the vibes for this Sixers team are through the roof. I don't see why you'd want to make a trade to throw any of that off. And do you need to make a trade? Like, do you have one position that you really need to build a depth at? Like, it just doesn't seem like to me from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem like there's a key hole that you're missing other than one that's just injured. Sixers you know? need, they need some guard depth, which is easy to come by. You trade a couple second round picks, make a move yeah, through there. That's, it, that's it's not, nothing crazy. I mean, yeah. the one name that Matt said, that he's heard linked to the Sixers. It's not necessarily a guard, but Gordon Hayward is, is potentially a, a Sixers a target. Um, he play a flex too to come from the Hornets. So we'll see. Um, but that's really all they they need is a little bit of guard depth behind Maxi, because there is a, a drop off there without Tyrese Maxi, um, if he's ever not in the lineup from a, a guard standpoint. Because mm-hmm. guard wise, you have you have Maxi. You have Jaden Springer, who's kind of like a hybrid, like shooting forward almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAnthony Melton's your shooting guard, and then you have Pat Bev. Yeah, so you don't really- need it, but it would just be helpful. But you know, if you ever have like an injury pop up or something, you're gonna. That's what I mean. Be- helpful. At least you know what you're getting, there. rather. Yeah. Um, With that experience so- too. We'll see how it it shakes out. I mean, I don't think the Sixers are in a a mode where they need to make any drastic type of moves like they did in years past, which is Mm -hmm. nice. That's a nice feeling to know. Um, And I think the vibes are just good. Like, there's videos of, like, Tobias Harris and uh, Tyrese Maxey and Kelly Oubre doing, like, handshakes on the court and, like, smiling and laughing. And, like, that's, that's the vibes we need. Those are the vibes this team needs. Biggie, they need a good vibes for a playoff, I'm telling you. And, I mean, we'll see how it shakes out uh, with the trades and everything. But the Sixers are playing good ball, even without Embiid. Hopefully he's back when they get back home um, on January 2nd against the Chicago Bulls. Um, but let's talk some let's talk some Flyers. Some Flyers Hall. You want to do my power rankings first? Or are we? Yeah, let's do your power rankings, actually. Brought to you by Dubby Energy. Keeps Pitsy energized all year long. Uh, it's a refreshing and clean energy made from coffee, fruit, extract, delicious flavors, uh, no jitters, no crash, keeps you going. They're working on their canned formula, which I can't wait to try. I can't wait for that. That's going to be sick. They got their hydro hydration, non-caffeinated flavors available as well. Awesome merch. They also have a new app that you can download and they have exclusive things that you get just for being in the app. Go to W.GG or download the app, fill up your cart, get everything you need, and use code underground for 10% off your order. 
easy and effective way to support us cleans up your energy game and keeps you going when you're on the move or when you're thinking of power rankings going into the new year that's w.gg or download the w app in the app store use code underground for 10 percent off your order pitsy i'm going to give you the floor and your music right, will be hit when you tell me to hit it and then just give yourself a little three second buffer once you hear the music all right kyle i'm ready you can hit my music it is time it's power rings of the week new year's eve edition all right number 10 skydiving just no all right who wants to jump out of a plane to start the year or even during a year I'm, I'm good with my two feet on the ground. Number nine, new hairstyle. I feel like everyone tries to do new things with their hair in the new year. Like, oh, let me, you know, change the color of it. You know, maybe wear it in this way. Just don't, all right? Your hairstyle is not the problem with your life. All right, number eight, everyone says they got to get back to the gym. You know, I'm going to go to the gym here. I'm going to go there, including the champ himself. All right, it's time to stop saying that and just do it, okay? number seven goes with the gym diet all right do you want to be eating junk all the time because then you're gonna get big and it's just everyone says they're not going to eat you know diet starts tomorrow diet starts january 1st diet starts now all right just do it number six i'm gonna do a little project around the house i feel like every year someone's like oh we're gonna do this project or he's got this going on in the backyard just maybe maybe you could call someone maybe ask someone else to do it a professional Oh, phone went here. Number five, I should go. What? I should get to go. Oh, number five. I think I should get to go out with this person or let me go reconnect with this friend or whatnot. If they haven't reached out to you, don't reach out to them. All right. Think about yourself in 2024. Number four, take that trip. All right. Just take the trip. Don't talk about it. Just do it. I feel, I feel that everyone needs a trip nowadays all right go explore the world number three i'm done with him or her don't text your ex never text your ex it's never a good idea go out and meet new people because new people means new experiences number two this is the year i stopped doing blank this is the year i stopped going out partying all the time this is the year i stopped drinking as much or stop procrastinating just do it all right, 2024 is the year of doing. Just go out and do it. Nike put it best. I don't need to repeat myself. And number one, the most overused New Year's resolution I've ever seen. New Year, new me. What does that even mean? What, what do you mean it's new about you? Like, I don't know. Just take, stick to one thing that you're going to focus on for an entire year and do it. And then other branches will stem off from it. All right? Enough of this New Year, new me shit. All right? You're not a high school teen. And you're not graduating, so get over it. That's, it. That's all I got. Run it back for the people. Give us one through ten, and and let and us one, hear them all. One through ten, we got number ten skydiving. Number nine's that new hairstyle. Number eight's going back to the gym. Number seven, diet starts Jan one. First off, you're gonna pig out on Jan one, anyways. Meanwhile, I'm going to do a house project. No, you're not. Uh, number five, I should reconnect with this person. Don't. Take that trip is number four. I'm done with him or her. Don't text your ex. This is the year I stopped doing blank at number two. And then number one, new year, new me. 
So there it is. There's Pitsy's Power Rankings heading into the new year. Brought to you by W Energy. 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 Pitsy, let's talk some Flyers hockey. Yeah, dude. Flyers get another point. Losing overtime to the Seattle Kraken uh, on Friday night. Unfortunate. It was one of those games that they felt like they were kind of just like slugging through. There's apparently a stomach bug going around the team. So they're not all like 100% healthy. Mm -hmm. A back-to-back as well where they were in Canada on Thursday night. Then they had to go back across the border to Seattle Friday night. Great job, schedule makers. Great job. Just just a brilliant job. And now they got to go back to Canada for New Year's Eve in Calgary. Great job, schedule makers. What's making these schedules? Why wouldn't that's that doesn't logistically make sense? That would infuriate me. Literally. That would like really infuriate me if I was a player. Why couldn't we just play the teams in Canada and then go back? Like they went. I don't know, they went stuff from. Like that. Th- this is how it's been the last week. They went from Philly on Thursday, December twenty first, to Detroit on the twenty second. Okay. Then they had Christmas break in the NHL. So then Thursday, December twenty eighth, they're at Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Then yesterday, Friday. In Seattle, then New Year's Eve in Calgary, January 2nd in Edmonton, and then January 4th back home in Philly for a four-game homestand. I'm looking at map of Canada right now because I I think Calgary and Vancouver are like pretty close together. So why wouldn't you just have it the like you know what I mean? Like what's the point of that? It's crazy. It's crazy, that the is, schedule there. Um, Flyers get a big win, though, on Thursday night against Vancouver, 4-1. to one. Vancouver is the number one team in the Pacific Division. They have 49 points this year, tied with the Golden Knights. So to get that win was huge, a full win, too, to get those full points. Um, then you sneak a point on the back-to-back against the Kraken. You were up one nothing, so to lose that game is a little tough, but they slugged it out and uh, salvaged a point there. Then you go to Calgary, uh, a game which will be interesting because Calgary, not one of the best teams uh, in the West this year. They're 14, 16, and 5, only 33 points. They're third from the bottom in the Pacific Division, a a very winnable game for the Flyers if they keep playing the way they are uh, because right now the Flyers are tied for second in the Metropolitan Division with 43 points, as do the Islanders, only behind the New York Rangers. Flyers are 19-11-5, 43 points, 106 goals for, 95 goals against. Steve and I talked about this on Wednesday night. This is the first time in a decade that the Flyers went into Christmas break with a positive goal differential. In a decade? Since 2007, I believe. So almost two decades. Decade and a half, pretty much. That's terrible. It's wild. That's that's talk about a new beginning. This this flyers if you, it's a new you know, era of orange and black, baby. It really is, man. That's and wild. You know, you know how I know we're back? This is how I know we're so back. Because my guy, I gotta find his Twitter handle. Uh my boy, Ziggy Stardust himself, Will Casarina, Matt's brother. Big Flyers fan. Big Flyers fan he is. Ziggy Stardust. I love it. That's his uh, display name on Twitter. 
incredible. So this is his uh, his tweet here. I gotta find it to let us know that we are so back. So a tweet from at fly goal scored by shout to yo. Uh, tweeted hate to say it, it's painful to say it. I totally understand what saying this means both to me and my family. The Flyers are fucking back. And my boy Will Castorina, Willie C, uh, quote tweeted it and said, blowing the dust off a dirty box in the attic and opening it to find fireworks, three bottles of Everclear, and a pair of Pit Viper sunglasses. We're so fucking back. We're so back. That We're is the so definition back. Of, of... Because if you Will know Will Castorina, Flyer season's past. He'd do shots before games, during games, and after games to to change the vibes for the teams. You tweet at him, yo, take one for me. He'd record it, put it on his Twitter. We're so back. I need more of that content. I, I need that's the content I want to subscribe We're to. We're so back. <laughs> Taking shots for the team. Dude, he like basically just put a jersey on the kid. Literally. He, he <laughs> wear the jersey, the pit viper glasses on, like ready to rock and roll he, he's the vibe he's the vibes guy just from afar he is truly the vibes that's, that's, a how, vibes I, guy. that's how i know the flyers are back is that's incredible the box is getting dusted off i love a good old pair of pit viper sunglasses <laughs> too i just it's awesome i'm in i gotta get i gotta get will a pair of the tomahawk shades ones oh yes you do collab with the hockey guys well, that's smart that's a good that's a nice little the, uh, the Flyers, though, they seem to be back and not going anywhere anytime soon, and that is very, very fun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, some fun topics, though, here to to close out 2023 and bring you into the new year. I saw this on the Tweet Machine. We have a graphic that will be going up to, there we go. to kind of complement it. Um, I want to pull up the original curator of said topic. Um, because this is such a, a true thing. This is from, uh, at Ava Tarrant on Twitter. They posted, I'm tired of keeping my mouth shut on this topic. We need to bring back physical tickets for sporting events. I could not agree more. Physical tickets are one of the coolest things that you could have for sporting events, for concerts. It is literally a built in piece of memorabilia for that game, for that concert that you will have with you always. And in the world of digital tickets, sure, there's a digital one on your phone, whatever it may be. It's not the same. You can't hold that. Yeah. Pitsy, I know you're on board with me with this. I know oh, you I, agree. I, I know a bunch of our, our people that work for us agree with me on this. Physical tickets need to make a comeback. A thousand percent do. I'd be a hypocrite if I said we should only have the digital. I think the digital should be an option. I think it's a great option, but there's nothing like the ticket, not only just the holding it, but I like the artwork they used to put into yes. it, whether it be like a photo of something, you know, from a past Dude, the game. amount of Phillies tickets I have that have players on them with like sick poses. Dude, I had a whole safe with tickets from all the games I went to when my dad would take me thanks to the liquor salesman. I would literally go to the, the games and I it would be like, you get your ticket, you go in, you keep the ticket, you always remember it. I mean, I was going through it 
the day I moved into college, the day before I moved in college, I mean, and I saw some classic games I went to. Like you, you, you get a memory mm-hmm. as soon as you look at that ticket. Now you don't. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not looking at my ticket from War Games when I went uh, when I came to Boston and thinking, oh yeah, remember that? No, because it's just hidden in mm-hmm. an app, and it just got like generic background and logo like and what i would name. give to have a physical ticket from the bryson stock grand slam game this postseason for the phillies for the bryce harper stare down game for oh, you know yeah. just any of the games i went to my first season ticket mm-hmm. game to have that like i have like this glass shadow box that my parents got me for christmas one year to like store my physical tickets and i have so mm-hmm. many of them like after we record this i might like pull that out and like look through them because there's some awesome ones in there. Like there's Hall of Fame club uh, tickets that I have from Phillies games that were given to me by different people when the Phillies stunk. And it was like, here you go, go sit in the Hall of Fame club. And it's like, hell yeah, physical ticket. Like Ryan Howard on it, Jimmy Rollins on it, Roy Halladay. Yeah. Like, and then you get that ticket signed. It's so That's cool. your easy autograph. It's so cool, man. And like, like concert I'm tickets, right concert tickets too. Like that was always awesome to have, like going to a, a show and it's like, Oh, I remember, like I went to this venue to see this artist, like even movie ticket stubs. Sure. They're oh. little tiny ones, but no. like they hold like valuable memories of an experience. Oh no, no, no. I am a thousand percent with you there because Matt Pitt has a Ziploc bag or did. And it was all the movies that he went to. Oh, that's so cool. And think of like me with wrestling and like sports, whatnot. Like that's him. That's with your movies. brother with movies. That's me with uh, him with movies. Like my sister still has Moses. her physical ticket from uh, the final Harry Potter movie premiere. Wow. She has her first ticket stuff and from she, her and yeah, Matt's first movie. Like date. the biggest Harry Potter fan. Yeah, like massive. Yeah. Massive, as we say. Massive. She has their really? ticket stub of the first movie date her and Matt went on. Oh, that's see, like now, stuff now like now that is cool. A relationship, like that's that's now you're given a relationship a memory, which is even more lasting. Like for instance, it's funny. I actually clicked on this randomly, and it was the PLL ticket from mm-hmm. when I went to that game, and. Dude, like the generic ticket I'm getting. I'm not even going to show you. It's not even worth it. It's just a Canva layout of a ticket with generic rectangle background. And then it just says Gillette Stadium. There's no memory. Like, this. if I looked at this, like, if you look at the first glance, you're just going to think Gillette no Stadium ticket. Oh, it's okay. Gillette Stadium ticket. I mean, whatever. And I know Park baseball does this. I don't know if the other sports do, but like you can go onto your team's favorite website and you can purchase the physical ticket. But it's not the same. Oh, no, it, it's not but the it, same. It's, but it's you're getting the whole ball it's not the same of like holding that ticket and scanning it at the stadium or no, whatever scan. it may be. The but scan. like. Ugh, we need physical tickets back. Dude, we like, need it back so when bad. we have an eventual HQ. There's going to be a physical ticket stub like mural wall. Everyone brings in their best ticket stub. Like we're gonna have that in you have a to, studio or in a hallway or something. Dude, I'm I'm actually gonna check too. I'm gonna be right there with you checking if my safe. We we might are... go live on Instagram together. 
and just go yeah. through our physical tickets. Bro, I have some fucking good ones. I have a I have the speaking of the Pistons and the Celtics. Um, <laughs> and losing. Um, I have a ticket from my first Celtics game that I went to where they played said Detroit Pistons. It is the worst loss in franchise history. And the I'll give you the year so you can get who's on the team. And by that, I mean the Pistons team. 04. It's like 0304. The bad boys. It's the, it's, I saw Ben Wallace, Chauncey Phillips, Rasheed Wallace, oh, Tayshaun Prince, Rip Hamilton, like all those guys just absolutely obliterate my Celtics. See, that's a loss you could walk away from and be like, you know what? We lost to the bad boy Pistons. Not, holy shit, we barely beat the two win Pistons. As and you like, can tell, I'm not over. I want to go online on like eBay and like find like memorable games that I was at. It may not be my ticket, but like find the physical ticket stubs because I'm sure people are selling them. Like, do you know how badly I want a pair of World Series tickets from 2008 because it was on my birthday? Yeah, that would be fucking cool. Like, that would be amazing to have. Like, there's like different games that I can like think of, like Roy Halladay's postseason no hitter. To have oh. a ticket from that would be amazing. Like, I wonder. I'm. A, we're going to do a live eBay search right now and see if any of these are for sale. Because it would just be so cool to have those. Like, that's such a collector's any, item. Trying to think of like any memorable games I was at. Like memorable games, and I can't really remember like any that I would want. I. I Oh, I do want uh, – there's a ticket that should be in that safe of when I went to a Red Sox-Yankees game, met a former Bruins goalie, and Ricky Henderson scored the game-winning run. Wow. Yeah, Ricky yeah. Henderson on the Red Sox. That was that was a weird time. I think what else was – no, like nothing like memorable. So this? These are collectibles. I don't know if these are actual Let tickets, but they look cool. Like, these tickets look awesome. Even if they're World not Series. like the... Oh, uh, those, are, those are not what I was looking for. It's Game 6 tickets. So, they make that. Uh, but, like... And, like, you can get, like, your tickets, like, PSA graded now, like... So that they're in, like, one of those, like, slabs... Yeah, you need those. It's just so cool. Like, you tickets somehow, need some way. I will. I will get my hands on a pair of tickets from the 2008 World Series Game Five because I need it. And like looking at like the artwork, that's one thing that needs to come back to is way better artwork for championship games. The Super Bowl logos, yes. the World Series logo. A thousand uh, percent, dude. The There's so Stanley default. Cup, the NBA Finals, uh, the MLS Cup, like even like college football bowl games, some of them need better logos. Like we need to get back to like the the late nineties to like two thousands run of championship game logos. That's the one thing I feel that a lot of people who make the argument, oh, you always just want to revert back to the 90s or 80s. It's not that you want to revert back to it, but they had cooler, like, they had it more creativity. Cool. It was cool. It actually popped out. It was different. 
you know, it didn't have to make sense to the eye and it's look like, you know, generic Super Bowl or playoff championship logo here. Like it was chaotic and that's mm-hmm. what you want. You want to have like that's when it's at its best. I mean, let me just look at an example. Oh, do it. Like Ducks logo. Like like dude, they don't Amazing. make logos like that anymore. They don't. It's all the generic same format whatever. I mean, my SmackDown. Dude, look at that. They don't they don't make logos like this anymore. We need we need a comeback of better logos. Yeah, I don't know who's going to kickstart it, but hopefully we got the conversation going. Um so yeah, we we need that for sure. The other thing I was thinking of Pitts because you're pretty much a regular now on this show at this which point is very fun um we'll talk about this as well on on wednesday show with myself and matt because we do it every year but heading into 2024 this is brought to you by our pals over at foco forever collectibles speaking of awesome logos and everything foco has you covered with your forever collectibles from apparel you saw the overalls i was wearing all philly season they've got them for the eagles I'm sure once it gets closer, the Sixers will have them. The Flyers will have them. Um, bobbleheads are amazing, and they've got your collectibles covered that you can throw up on a shelf like you see behind me or on your body. Plus, they got those awesome like beach hats that you saw the Phillies wearing as their home run hat a couple years ago. That's FOCO. They got some awesome vintage stuff on their website as well that I know Pitsy and I have been eyeing up. Pitsy's going to get that captain's hat in 2024. Yeah, it's bound yeah, to happen. I mean, I, dude, it's so funny. It's so much. Me just wanting. Yeah, I, I think we gotta do it. Click the link in the description and uh, support Foco and check out all of their forever collectibles that they have to offer for your favorite sports teams. Go support our advertisers because they support us, and when you support them, you're supporting us. Foco, they're the best in the game. Shout out to Foco for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, Pitsy. It's something that I've thought about on this show where we've been very selective and it has been years really since we've had one on this particular podcast because we kind of just keep it rolling. You know, it's me, you, Matt in a rotation, Matt and I on Wednesdays, you and I on Sundays typically. In 2024, give me your top five dream guests that you would want to have on the show with us. Jason Kelsey. That would be amazing. And they can be as attainable or as crazy. So, like, Jason Kelsey would be amazing. Will it happen? Who yeah. knows? But Jason Kelsey would be phenomenal. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the birthplace of it. So, I, I don't think there'd be uh, a better person for it. ECW, Paul Heyman. That's ECW is in Philly. It was started in Philly. I'm like 90% sure. So to have the quote, you have them on the show, Philly stuff, that'd be cool. Um, Maybe this one's a little selfish, maybe not, but uh, I am making a trip down to Philly. If anyone didn't know, WrestleMania is going to be at the link this year. Well, I hope I see Jason Kelsey there. What? I would love that. Um... I think I need to make an I will be making a trip actually, but underground studios. I, I think recording oh, something. You'll be in studio. Yeah, but like but like recording a show there, 
compared to doing it here. Like it's it's just gonna be a really cool difference because you know we've been doing this in Streamyard. I think before this was Zoom, you know, and and to actually do it in person, it, it would actually feel like the next step in this whole thing. You know, like actually you're picturing it, doing it in person. And now you're actually doing it to see what it's like. And I, I'm very excited for that. Um, I'm going to say this isn't that far-fetched. But Rabel, Paul Rabel, I feel, uh, you know, that just needs to happen. I, I don't know why it hasn't yet. And you're saying on this been, show? Underground Philly, yes. Yes. I think that would be that would be huge and fun. I think yeah. that'd be a fun conversation. Well, fun fact: we teased it in 2024, turn of the new year. Uh, Mike Rabel will be making his return on Outside the Box to kick off the new year. So that's how you start strong. That's how you start strong. Um, I'm trying to think, like who else? Um. No one really I can like that's like attainable, attainable. All mine are just, you know, I think Jason Kelsey is my biggest like white whale for this show for Underground Sports Philly. Um, I think that would be insane. And then yeah, I don't really have any. I'll have another top five on Wednesday for myself because obviously I'm on the show. Yeah, every single week. But for right now, I'll give a five here as well. Um. No particular order, um, but obviously Bryce Harper. Bryce yes. Harper would be a dream come true on this show. Um, another guest that I would love to have on this show, Pink. She's from Philly. She's from really? Yeah, she's a Philly sports fan. I feel like she would be wildly entertaining to have a conversation with. Oh yeah, oh I I would Wildly. like I, I could have a I could have a conversation with Pink. Um, number three, of just going down the run down here, Kate Scott, play by play announcer for the Sixers. She is a rock star, and like, just it, it needs to happen. Like, we would have so much fun with her on the show. She is electric. I need Kate Scott on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Um trying to think um can i throw one out there jameel don't worry he'll be back all right i'm just throwing he'll be back there. uh scott hansen scott hansen yes that is I, one I, that, that, I, yes. I think we all that just... is a collective we talked about that a couple weeks ago matt and i talking about oh that. my he, god he has an open invite anytime he wants to come. oh my god that'd be so cool scott hansen is a yes that is a collective group interview where like all of us would have to be on for that for sure um john crook john crook would be awesome John crook is a, a white whale for sure um Hundred percent, John Crook. John Crook would be awesome. Pedro, I'd cry. Listen, <laughs> there are there are only I think three athletes. Just actually, I take that back. Three people, in general, that if I met, I think tears would involunt 
involuntarily just streamed down my face. It's The Rock, Tom Brady, and Pedro Martinez. Phillies. Are they three? All right. It's best of both worlds here. Um, I mean, I think I would cry. And I think another person I would love, love, love to have on the show, Questlove. Yo, I would love to talk to Quest. He's Philly? I didn't know that. Questlove and the Roots are from Philly, baby. Oh, I love them. I'm a big Jimmy Fallon guy, so. Yeah, baby. I mean, clearly I am. Philly through and through. Oh, I would love to talk to Quest. I love Questlove. I feel like he'd be so interesting to talk about, talk to. I mean, um, and obviously I agree with Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, another one that I would love to have on this show. Um, Slay would love oh, to have yeah, big, big play, play Slay. Slay. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. It's, we we could just be sitting here. Just I think twenty twenty four will be a year where there will be more get because in the history of this show, this particular podcast. There have been six guests, I want to say. It's Jamil Demby. Um, and I'm not talking like media members like calling in or anything like that. I'm talking yeah, like actual yeah, yeah. guests. Jamil Demby. Uh, we had Will Parks when he was playing with the we Eagles. We did. I that was, was in that interview. Time. That was so cool. Philly Will. Um, Philly Will was cool. We had Mike Scott, obviously. The legend himself. Obviously. And I think that was it. I think that is it. I'm yeah, trying those to think. Are the th- oh, Cole Irvin. I knew I was forgetting. Cole Irvin was another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Cole Irvin. In, 20, in 2018, like when we were getting ready to trade for JT and he was like getting ready for spring training. But yeah. those were like the, the big guests on like this particular show were – Jamil, Cole Irvin, Mike Scott, Will Parks. It's been like three years since we've had an athlete guest. Meek Meek Mill. Meek would be unreal. I do know, I I can confirm in 2024, head coach of the Water Dogs, Andy Copeland, will be coming on the show. Friend of the the network, Andy Copeland. Um, Andy. So, leave a comment in the YouTube comment section of who you would like to hear potentially see no matter how big or small of a guest they are leave it in the youtube comment section because i would love to potentially have more guests on this show um as we continue to grow in 2024 and beyond and just grow our audience space even more um there was another thing that i wanted to talk to you about that i am totally forgetting what we said we talked about the ticket stubs which was a great conversation Yes. Oh, I think we'll save it for for Wednesday show because we'll have a whole collective. Because who knows what's going to happen on New Year's Eve? Uh, But on Wednesday show, we will have the best Philly sports moments of 2023 with myself and Matt on Wednesday night. So stay tuned for that. Um, Hope everybody has a safe, happy, healthy, and enjoyable New Year. Don't do. You can get wild, but not too wild. Get wild. but not too wild. Don't go too wild. All right. There's be, a limit to the nonsense. Be wild responsibly. Responsible wild ability. It's pretty doable. All right. It's pretty doable. I just, 
if you wake up in your own bed, it's a good night. That's a win. That's um, a win. We can't thank you guys enough from myself to Matt to Dom, Dylan, obviously Pitsy being a, a mainstay now on, on this show on the weekends, uh, to DJ, Christian, Ben, Steve, the whole crew, Casey and Owen obviously jumped oh, on board F1. in 2023. And, um, uh, you know, anybody that has, you know, liked, commented, subscribed, followed, interacted, come out to an event this year uh we can't thank you enough for your continued support all of our sponsors um from the city of vineland to phi apparel company kenwood beer tomahawk shades dubby foco trophy smack the list goes on and on um you know that support is unreal to Obviously, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, um, who have been with us since the beginning. Uh, You know, we're getting ready for year six of this whole podcasting journey. Rome wasn't built in a day, but it's crazy to see everything we've accomplished in a a five-year period, let alone what's going to be happening in this next half decade uh, as we continue to grow. And hopefully, you know, we, we inch closer and closer to this becoming our careers because that is the ultimate goal there's no reason that we would have started and gone this deep into everything if that wasn't the goal um and we can't do it without the people who listen and watch every single week every single episode so if you've tuned in even just once thank you for your support um it's the reason that you know i was able to find somebody like this guy that's sitting next to me here a couple years ago and uh you know why we were able to bring somebody on board like christian and bring on the F1 crew and finding DJ by going out on the road and, and just that's the most by chance shit. It's crazy. We've done. I, yeah, my story's cool. What not? No, DJs is by far the most wild. You're the, you're you're the lone survivor of your group of people that came in as, as creators. Christian's the lone survivor of interns, no longer an intern. And uh, DJ was like a miracle delivered on a silver platter at a time where we needed a co-host full send on OTB, and here we are. God works mysterious ways, man. So I'm telling you. So uh, mysterious ways. We're we're working on some big things in 2024. Up to something season has a new wrinkle to it, and another. We're probably in phase two of up to something season, which is very exciting. Um, but keep following, keep subscribing, and uh, we can't do this without you guys. So keep it coming. We appreciate the ever-living hell out of everybody who supports Underground Sports Philadelphia and all of our shows and all of our content. Be sure to follow us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and Threads. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram and threads at KBIZZLE11. Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping us continue to grow this thing, helps us continue to take this show to new levels, and as Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey say, new heights, uh, and just you know accomplish new goals and, and do dope shit with you guys. That's our ultimate goal, so keep subscribing on your audio platforms uh shout out to three of our shows 
right now on their respective charts. Top end's just a staple on the Greece soccer charts. They're still on there. It's Dude, been about a month. Love, they love them in Greece. Uh, shout out to, again, the whole podcast right now. Number 68 on the U.S. golf chart on Apple Podcasts and number 154 on the Sweden golf podcast charts. My Swedes! And shout out to F1 Underground also making it on their respective chart. As I pull it up here, they were on the chart this week for the Netherlands in sports. Shout out, shout out F1. We're, we're making big strides, baby. That's what it's all about. Maybe it's time for me to get my own show. Hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe we, I don't know. Maybe we just tease that for 2024. There's a lot coming. 2024, you're, you're going to be in Philly. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of fucking content in April when you're here. It's going to be a wild time. I'm very excited for all the projects we have in 2024, but keep subscribing so we can accomplish them and subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com. Slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We're at 706 subscribers right now. We need to get to 725 Come or on. more before the ball drops on New Year's Eve. By the time you're listening to this, that will have already passed. But still, keep subscribing because we're trying to hit 1K sooner rather than later. Come I on. think it's very accomplishable in the, the first quarter of the new year. So keep subscribing youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia, leave your dream guest for this show in the comment section. We will read them. We will sift through them and we will try to reach out to every single one. So leave a comment with your dream guest for us, whether it's with myself and Pitts or Matt and I on Wednesday shows, whatever it may be, we'll find a way to make it happen. Leave a comment, leave a comment, leave a comment and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Of course, this show is presented by the City of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup. Oh, speaking of guests, too, uh, the mayor of the City of Vineland, Anthony Finucci, will be on the podcast in 2024 as well. So that would be a fun little local wrinkle. Um, But whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Get your merch at phiapparel.co and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off. And this has been episode number 599. Of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Episode 600 kicks off the new year, baby. Let's go. Everybody have a safe and happy new year. Go Birds. Go Sixers. Go Flyers. Go Phils. And we'll see you guys in 2024. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here. We are signing off. Peace. I'm a